everyone, and welcome to the very first, the beginning of what I'm sure is an epic, horrific adventure for all of us, as we dive deep into the horrors of horror films. Does that make sense? I hope so, because I said it, and I refuse to do it again. That's right, I'm a one-take Johnny. Speaking of one-take Johnny, my name is Johnny Townsend, and what we're going to do on this show on this show that I've uh, cleverly titled uh, Johnny's Horrid Movie Reviews, uh, as we're going to review or uh, a, a horror film from the past. The catch, though, is that I, Johnny Townsend, if you're a fan of, of History Creeps, the podcast that I co-host, you know that I absolutely do not like, uh, I would say, 99.99999% of horror films. I refuse to watch them, and, uh, you know, I like to sleep well at night. I already don't sleep well due to my uh, conditioning and level of self-respect for myself, uh, but that's beside the point. Now, the other catch is that I will never, and I cannot stress this enough, ever, ever watch a horror film for the most part. It would take something special for me to watch one. Uh, case in point, I've never ever seen any of the uh, Freddy Kruegers or the or the Jason Fohoris films. I know of them due to pop culture, but that's about it. Haven't seen them. Uh, I kind of know a little bit about about Freddy Krueger purely because of the Nintendo, and there was a game on it, and you had to run around as a kid trying to, I guess, not get murdered because that happens to kids who go to camp. I guess. Today's film is titled Jason X. In the year 2455, on a routine training mission, a team of students is about to discover a life form frozen in time. Wow. John, they're way back. Prepare for docking and power up the lab. You brought him on board? Everything's under control, man. What the hell is going on? Jason Voorhees, that's what's going on. He's an unstoppable killing machine. Ah! Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. How do we get off the ship? I don't know. Look, we're gonna be all right. What are you high? Uh oh. He's here. You have got to get them out of there. Hey, Slappy. I think we're finally okay. What the hell is that? You've got to be kidding me. Oh, wow. It's been modified. Oh, you think? You guys might want to run. I don't think he's out there. Why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek? I had already mentioned beforehand that I uh, do not uh, watch, have not seen any of the Jason films, the filmography, his discography even. 
Uh, so I know very little about Jason Voorhees. I do know that he carries a large knife, a machete, uh, if you will. Uh, his jacket is usually in uh, in poor condition, to say the best. And he has a mask, a hockey mask. He tries to, uh, you know, come at things with his inner Casey Jones, if you will. But uh, I've yet to see, and by yet, I mean I will never ever see a movie, uh, a Jason Voorhees movie. But I have seen now the trailer to Jason X. I'm going to base everything on the whole uh, filmography of these Jason films on this one trailer that I just watched. So... Uh, here is my review for Jason X. Now, uh, of course, I can see right away that there is all kinds of amazing jump scares in this film that you could also probably see on the Sci-Fi Channel uh, and any other direct-to-Sci-Fi Channel movies. Now, the special effects seemed... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, huh? Also... This takes place in the year uh, three thousand three hundred and forty-two. Uh, it's it's a it's the distant future. We no longer have cars in this future. Uh, we just have ships, uh, boats, uh, small aircraft, and slinkies like giant slinkies that help us get down stamps and ramps. That's all we have in this year that I just said a minute ago and that I've already forgotten thirty-three forty-four. Uh, but what we also realize is that Jason Voorhees, a renowned and infamous serial killer that he is, has been frozen, much like Walt Disney before him. And I'm assuming him and Walt Disney have many similarities. Uh, they both apparently uh, have a love-hate relationship with children. Um, sure, one tried to entertain them and the other tried to viciously murder them. But, you know... Who's splitting hairs here? Probably Jason Voorhees because he has the machete. The other thing that we should realize is that in this near future, this, well, this near very distant future, because that makes sense, near and very distant are uh, synonyms, if you don't know the English language. And by synonyms, I mean I'm a moron. Now, moving on. Uh, so Jason's been frozen. Now, I'm going to assume, judging from this amazing trailer that I watched, that they never, ever leave. They look like they're on a ship, some sort of spaceship. I'm going to assume they go out in space. I think this whole thing takes place in space. So they're up there in space, just floating around, enjoying their... And it's all it's all teenagers. It's all uh, people, uh, everybody that's on this ship. You're only allowed to be on this ship if you're between the ages of 18 and 21 if you're above those or below those you're not getting on this ride that's just how it is in the future of 3572 and also of course this is the perfect opportunity to also uh, have cargo and one of these cargoes happens to be Jason Voorhees and his frozen form of course this means something is these this whole podcast is nothing but uh, spoilers by the way so if you've seen this movie then by the spoilers I mean I'm making all this up I could be way off or way on we'll find out so what also happens uh, as you can tell from the trailer that played at the very beginning of this episode you could hear it you couldn't see it because this is an audio podcast if you could see it <laughs> uh, we both need help I'm assuming so uh, all these kids are 
running around. All these teenagers are running around uh, having a grand old time in the year 3845. Uh, when suddenly... Uh, now, the other thing that I think I know, and I could just be making this up, but I feel like there's a lot of sex in these movies, in these Jason Voorhees movies. I'm fairly certain at least two people always die in the midst of a very of making very passionate love to each other. And I'm assuming that's what happens here. I'm going to go out on a limb, as they say, that the reason he even wakes up in the first place is that these two teenagers are like, hey, let's start making out right here next to this frozen body. That's kinky, right? And the other one's like, well, yeah, that's a good idea there, Steve. And Steve is like, I know there, uh, Barbara. Uh, Barbara and Steve are two of the characters in this film. So they start going at it pretty hot and heavy. I imagine that's what making out sounds like. I've personally never done it, but I think that's what it sounds like. That's when like he's kissing her ear. He does that little thing. And as they're doing this, the heat from their bodies uh, as they are writhing together in passion uh, starts to heat up the whole area. And their passion is so bright and so incredible that it melts away the once frozen Jason Voorhees and he comes to life. And this is where, as they like to say, uh, the adventure begins. So uh, he goes around, he slashes and he, and he dices and he slices uh, and he just starts just murdering people left and right. Nobody knows why. Nobody tries to just talk to him and say, "Hey, Jason, uh, you know, um, why, why? Are you just mad? Do you just need a hug? What if I just um, gave you this uh, cheeseburger? I know if I was angry, it's usually because I'm hungry. And if you just give me a cheeseburger, usually we're going to be okay." So that's what I'm going to say here. And if Jason Voorhees is chasing you, cheeseburger it up. That could save your life. Uh, but nobody in this film will do that, of course. Uh, they all try different means of killing him. He's pretty much superhuman, I'm assuming. Uh, he can take all kinds of things. You can shoot him. Uh, you can kick him right in the right in his gajones. Uh, uh, and it's not going to matter. He's going to take all this abuse and just like, keep on a truck, and he's like a Mack truck. He's going to come right at you no matter what. There's going to be plenty of times where some uh, one of these uh, young people are going to say some amazing one-liner, and that's when they're going to get killed. Like, one of them will be like, uh, uh, I'm just going to stick my head out here and see if the coast is clear, and then slice their heads gone. Or another one's going to be like, well, I guess that's all he could take, and then he's going to get stabbed right through his face. That's what's going to happen in this movie. Uh, it's it's all this kind of stuff coming at you, and there's going to be blood and gore all over the place, and it's going to float there uh, because it's in space, and that's what happens in space. Also, this film is very realistic to space, as in there's not the only sound that you'll ever hear because if in real space, there's no sound. Uh, so the only sound that you will actually hear will be uh, drowning pools where the body hit the floor that's just played on a constant loop. Uh, over the over the ship's uh, sound system, so that's all these kids will listen to. Just that song and Papa Roach's Last Resort. So these kids are are getting murdered. Uh, I keep calling them kids, but let's be fair; they are eighteen to twenty one, like I stated before. 
Uh, they've lived ripe old, old ages to 20, maybe at best. And, and this, uh, this adult, this man is frozen in time, is viciously ending their lives for no reason whatsoever. I'm assuming uh, it's because uh, he didn't get a new mask. I mean, he wakes up with that mask on, and that's probably just hiding a world of hurt. But we live in a new era, Jason Voorhees. I'm talking directly to you now because I know you're listening. Uh, the the day of shaming someone for how they look is gone. That means you're a bully if you do those things. So if anybody makes fun of the way your face looks when you remove that mask, uh, they are uh, they are destroyed and murdered. And by murdered, I don't mean in real life, but online. They are viciously attacked. Uh, the bully gets bullied in a way, and they kind of go away. They troll uh, themselves back under the bridge, and you never see them again, Jason Voorhees. So uh, be brave, sir. Uh, take that mask off and just realize that uh, it's going to be okay. You know, it's going to be okay. I hope to one day have him on the show and we can interview each other because I know he would want to interview me. I mean, who wouldn't? And, of course, I want to interview him and be like, hey, uh, why did you kill these people? And I'm sure he'll have a very smart answer, and that's what we can look forward to in a near-distant future, probably by the year 4552. Now, this film takes place, speaking of time, this film takes place over a span of of uh, 72 years. Uh, kids keep filling in to this station. They keep changing out kids for some reason. And nobody uh, seems to question the fact that there's just like piles and piles of, of corpses all over this ship. And... Uh, it's really terrible in this way because all these young lives are wasted. But at the same time, if I walked onto a ship and I had tripped over like somebody's skull, I'm probably going to request to be, uh, you know, moved to a different job. Hey, uh, I'll go do this other job instead of this job, which apparently is just to get murdered. That doesn't sound like it would be a great job, and I bet the insurance plans for these uh, these young adults is skyrocket high. I mean, super high. Now, at one point in this film, they feel like they've killed Jason Voorhees through the powers of magic and wizardry, and they think they've burned him alive. But no, nay, even, he comes back as like a half Jason Voorhees and half cyborg, his mask has changed. It's turned from the Casey Jones type to the, uh, oh gosh, what's the best way to describe this new mask? It's, uh, it's majestic. It's incredible. It's like if uh, Shredder and, um, Shredder and Casey Jones and uh, who's another person who had a great mask? Uh, Shredder, Casey Jones, um. And like one of those random uh, cyborg masks you would see in like a 1960s B-movie film. And they all rolled together. They all made sweet, passionate love to each other. And this mask was the result, was the offspring. And it's just glued to his face. Now, Jason loves this because he's got these new powers. I mean, he seems stronger. It's really it's really similar to when in Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze, Shredder is vanquished, but yet somehow he survives and becomes Super Shredder. And he goes all Kevin Nash on the Turtles. A very similar thing happens here in this film. 
they think they think vanquish Jason Voorhees. He comes back as Super Jason Voorhees. And he just, uh, a calamity. The calamity that he causes, the casualties, the calamities of casualties that he causes, um, that's a great band name, but also that's what happens in this film. And this film actually just goes on and on and on. This one woman there, uh, her name is uh, Jenny. She's from across the block. She is amazing, and she can kick some booty, if you know what I'm saying. She knows ninjutsu. Uh, she, uh, she's taking self-defense classes. Uh, also, she knows that since you can't go for his groin, you go for uh, his, I don't know, his his anus? I, I don't I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the point is, uh, they ultimately, they don't defeat Jason per se. He is running at them. There's only like two or three people left at the very end. He's running at them at like full speed, at Mack truck speed, uh, I may say. <laughs> and he trips over uh, a, a former carcass that he had forgotten to take away to clean. This is why you must keep your area neat and tidy, by the way. This is what this film's secret message is about, is you should always clean your room. Uh, so he goes around and he trips over a a former felon live person, and he goes flying out into space. And you think he's screaming, but of course you can't hear it because it's in space. And then the second that he goes flying into space, that's when that that uh, drowning pool song hits its chorus and let the bodies hit the floor. And that's what's happening. But he's hitting the floor in space, which makes no sense whatsoever. But I've already jumped into this grave that I've dug, and I'm just going to keep a digging. So that's what happens in this film. Now, the other thing I need to say is I'm going to the acting in this film. So that's what that's the synopsis. Now we move to acting. So this is the acting. I'm going to say the acting in here is incredible. Uh, from that one person to the other person, uh, the acting is pretty intense and amazing. And Jason Voorhees himself uh, did a pretty dang good job. Very wooden, if I may say. Uh, very stoic. Uh, I, I would probably want to hang out with him if he didn't have a machete. And also if he didn't just happen to just kill people all the time. He seems like he'd be a fun hang as they would say. So acting, I'm going to give an A++++. Uh, special effects are a little more iffy, so now it's time for special effects. Special effects, very iffy. I'm going to give these, uh, man, on a scale of 1 to 10, I would give the special effects... A uh, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. <laughs> and by that I mean uh, the special effects in Mr. Rogers Neighborhood were better than on the, than this film. Now, the other thing you need to know uh, is that this film is rated R. There's a lot of violence in it, so it's not for the kiddies. Uh, also, um, I guess I should just go ahead and give my final final score for Jason X. Uh, my final score. Now, uh, this made me very inter interested, inter interested, interested, 
inter that should not be a difficult word for somebody who does podcasts all the time to say, but I'm not your typical person. I'm a freaking idiot. But interested is what I was trying to say. Uh, this film made me a slightly more interested in the Jason Voorhees character than I ever was before. I always thought he just ran around like small towns terrorizing those, but apparently no, he goes into space. Uh, he will not be tied down. He's one of those that believes in dreams, a dream, and instead of just sitting on his keister, he goes out there and makes that dream happen. He didn't want to just kill people at some uh, stupid lake. He wanted to go kill and murder people in outer space. And by golly gee whiz, Willikers, he made his dreams come true. So that's got to mean something. Uh, the acting is as good as it could possibly be. The special effects are as... Uh, well, there's something. Uh, the music, if you like Dranapool and Papa Roach, is probably the best soundtrack you'll ever hear in your entire uh, existence. Uh, so this film, out of 10, is going to get uh, probably about... I'm going to give this 7.5 out of 10. Uh, I think this is a very solid movie. I highly recommend it if you like Jason Voorhees. Uh, just go see it. Run, I say. Uh, I'm sure you can find this film fairly easily. I refuse to look up any information about it, so I know nearly nothing, including how you can purchase it or if it's streaming anywhere. I don't know. You got Google in front of you. I'm just freaking Google it. What am I, your Google assistant? No, that's what your fingers do. Let your fingers do the walking and uh, and look it up. And that's all I got to say about that. I mean, why are you coming at me uh, like this? This is my first episode. I'm not good at most things, but I am good at reviewing movies that I've never seen, which is what I've done here. So thank you for listening to the very first episode of, of Johnny's Horrid Reviews, my review of Jason X. Stay tuned next time. Uh, please... Uh, Feel free to see my Instagram. It's johnnyisman28. I do art and such and like that. Uh, I don't know uh, exactly where this is going to be posted. It's going to be posted some places, though. <laughs> Let me tell you. Now, the other thing I need to say is uh, if you want to get in touch with me somehow, you can go to my Instagram or you know, History Creeps. You can message on there on Facebook. Uh, just look up History Creeps on Facebook and feel free to message on there. Suggestions for other horror films, trailers I should watch and review the movie based on. And if for whatever reason you happen to hit on that point zero zero five percent of the movie that I've seen, I just won't review it. I've, so that you have my promise here. If I've actually seen the movie, I will not review it. Because that's how uh, movie reviews work, right? I think so. Well, thanks for joining me. Uh, remember, uh, life is scary. But you're fine as long as you don't get out into space because that's where Jason Voorhees is floating around. I'm assuming very gracefully. Thanks, and over and